moment, curiosity gets the better of me. In front of my friend's house, I see a man with his head cut off. He's been crucified too. A sign above his head reads, A spy, a collaborator that worked against the Islamic State. It's him. I can't believe it. I'm in such a state that I can't go home. I don't want my mother to see me like this. How could they do that? Leave his butchered body in front of his mother's house, in front of his family. I've decided I can't take this anymore. It's getting worse by the day. They're carrying out raids on the houses of anyone who ever had anything to do with the revolution. Even if it was many months or years ago. I was one of those guys. I've distanced myself from anyone I used to go to protests with. I didn't want them suspecting me or them. But it's not enough. I've decided to leave. A report from Raqqa from a very brave man. Well, while the people in Raqqa try to manage as best they can, other Syrians have an eye on the cessation of hostilities that's supposed to be in place. Uh, the general impression seems to be that it has helped, but hasn't stopped all hostilities. And just today, there are airstrikes, it seems for the first time, in non-Islamic State and Al-Qaeda areas. Meanwhile, Russian forces are moving around on the ground, and our correspondent Steve Rosenberg has been allowed to follow some of them. He sent this audio essay from northern Syria. Russia has faced heavy criticism in the West for its military operation in Syria. The Russian Air Force has been accused of indiscriminate bombing. The human rights group Amnesty International says it has compelling evidence that Russian and Syrian government forces had deliberately and systematically targeted hospitals and other medical facilities in Aleppo. But during our trip to Syria this week, the Russian military has tried to convince us that it's playing a more constructive role. Peacemaker. We were taken to two villages to see the Russian army handing out plastic bags with humanitarian aid, tinned fish and meat, dried peas and biscuits. Printed on the packages were the Russian and Syrian flags and the words, Russia is with you, though in Russian, not in Arabic. In Marzaf, near Hama, we saw a village elder signing a declaration of peace with a Russian army officer. The village pledged to support the process of reconciliation in Syria and bow to Syrian government control in return for security guarantees. A large tent had been erected for the occasion and many of the villagers were there to witness the event. Afterwards, the Russian army handed out Russian sweets and biscuits to local children. It was in Marzaf that we met Ahmed Mubarak, a pro-Moscow local sheikh who is working with the Russians to persuade villagers across Hama province to sign similar pledges. The sheikh has his own private army. Many of his heavily armed soldiers were in the village for the ceremony. Some had taken up positions on rooftops, others with guns slung over their shoulders, wandered through the crowd. The Russian army had brought us to the village in an armoured vehicle, and we'd been advised to wear body armour here. Despite the peace agreement in this village, it didn't feel as if peace was breaking out in Syria. The Russians admit that towns and villages are not rushing to sign peace agreements. Negotiations with villages are difficult, Lieutenant Colonel German Rudenko told us. He heads the Russian Army's reconciliation group for Hama province. People are worried 
that by agreeing to cooperate with us, he said, they will face pressure from terrorist groups. The Russians have signed a similar peace declaration with the district of Al-Tal, north of Damascus. But that doesn't mean that all armed opponents of President Assad there have laid down their weapons. One resident in the town told me there were still rebels there, though she wouldn't specify from which militant groups. They are now thinking they are not going against our army, she said. Some of them are trying to settle down. Some of them are waiting. It's not very clear, but things are going in the right direction. The United Nations says that the cessation of hostilities in Syria, negotiated by Russia and the United States, is holding, but only just. The UN describes it as fragile and warns that success is not guaranteed. On Tuesday, while we were visiting the village of Kinsiba,